This podcast is hosted by RPP. The following episode contains coarse language, violent themes, sexual references, and the really creepy stuff. If you're underage, turn off your device. Normal people, Esther, don't just go straight to demonic infestation like we do. Because the government was also freaked out about the movies. They might be dealing with a demonic possession. Meanwhile, as she's on top of him squeezing his throat, she's screaming, who sent you here? And they started to move towards her really fast. What are these? Australian aliens. Welcome back, everyone. This is I Think My Fridge is Haunted, a very creepy podcast for very creepy people. And today I am joined by our old friend, Beck. Old. Long-time friend? Fine, long-time friend. <laughs> Whichever. Beck, you, may know, you, you may know her as um, Rebecca Wood Hair. Yes. On Instagram. Hair. She's on the, the hair guru here on the peninsula. Thank you. Uh, are you, just so everyone knows, are you taking any new clients at the moment? Funny you said that because the girl I got my coffee from this morning asked me <laughs> if I knew any salon owners that are brilliant with brunette hair. And I said, hi, I'm Beck yeah. and I do hair. <laughs> She's great. She goes, oh, I didn't think you take new clients. I said, I'm really lucky because I'm at a stage now where I actually get to pick yeah. whose hair I do. You've, so. You're like very rarely taking new people, are you? I know. Thanks. Well, I've just worked out now if they can fit in with my time frame and it's hair that I want to do, like it's connected to a good person, mm. then I'll do it. <laughs> it's about the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Babe, so you don't get any negative energy. Well, uh, I'm going to be doing the story today. Esther, by the way, is off visiting her sister interstate, so that's why she's not in today. So thank you so much for filling in Thanks back. For uh, last time you were here, we talked about an end of the world cult. We did. And that was really interesting. Um, yeah, that was that time I fell down that rabbit hole. It was really hard to get out, actually. <laughs> I was, like, obsessed with her for Apple White for weeks after that. <laughs> I've been telling everyone about it. And I was so excited when you messaged me. And you said, is there any chance you can do the podcast? I'm like, all the chances. I felt so special to be asked. Yay. Yay. Hopefully you start your own podcast sometime about hair. And the hair industry. I, I will. Thank you. Good. I will. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, how about facts from the freezer? Facts from the freezer. Facts from the freezer. Okay. So, rabbit holes. So, on Monday, no, that's a lie. On Friday, I was doing parent-teacher interviews on the Zoomy, and in between them, I was listening to you and Esther on the new, oh, yeah. new, the latest episode. Mm. And, you know, so in between that, I'm like, you know, Googling up the whale thing and... You know, <laughs> the and exploding then, whale. Right. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to need a fact from the freezer when I go in. So I thought, okay, I really want to impress Gemma. So I'm going to Google creepy facts about serial killers. Mm, good. That's We're all about that. Hole. Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> I really scared the shit out of myself and I was probably only like three minutes into the site that I had found. I've, I'm getting Toy Box Killer. Highway Killer. Okay. And if you've heard Which about, one? <laughs> I don't know. He had a couple of other names, but he was – this isn't even the fact that it was about, but I'm going to quickly just tell you this one. He was a killer um, across a few states of America mm. and he used to abduct – torture, sodomise and kill young men. Right. Right. And he only got caught because he got pulled over one day with a body in the back seat. Right. Yeah. In the back seat. Yeah. Just for everyone to see. Just, yeah, popping out for some, you know, macas and a smile. Yeah. So, and I thought, I can't read this anymore. But my fact along the way that I found was that apparently – you will walk past 36 serial killers in your lifetime. Why are you not in your head? Do you know this? Well, the last time I heard that fact, it was two. Ah. 
you'll walk past two serial killers in your life. So now the statistics apparently have gone up. Well, look. These are wild times we're living wild. in. People are really upset with various things. And then someone said to me, do the statistics go up if you live in America? And I said, well, actually, it was an American site. I was actually reading that on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just thought that was really interesting because I'd never really thought about that kind of thing. That's a lie, actually, because, you know, when you do see creepy, like you get a vibe sometimes from people and you think, yeah, they've got bodies in the basement. Oh, 100%. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's probably a few more out there than we actually know about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My sister's boyfriend, he plays um, hockey, ice hockey, and last night at the restaurant he walks in and he's got this freaking moustache and he's just got just this moustache. And I'm like, are you here to freak everyone out? And he's like, oh, the hockey team did it. Everyone's done it. Oh, it's just a laugh. And I'm like, you look really creepy. (laughs) <laughs> a, bit, a bit Ivan Milat. <laughs> yeah, just, I don't know. He looked like the type of person who would, like, park in front of a school, you know, mm-hmm. all morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my fact from the freezer is, so the oldest song in the world. Oh, yeah. It's believed to be called the uh, Hurrian Hymn Number 6. And it was discovered in the 1950s on a clay tablet inscribed with text, mm-hmm. which was called cuneiform text, but I don't know what that means. I guess it's... Like a type of hieroglyphic or something? Yeah, maybe. Right. It's the oldest surviving melody and it's over 3,400 years old and can be sung or played on a guitar or a, a lyre uh, or a piano. Uh, the hymn was discovered on a clay tablet in Syria and is dedicated to the Hurrian's goddess of the orchards. And modern day musicians can only presume to play a version of what it might have sounded like. Um, we'll never actually know exactly what it sounded like, but we can get a pretty good idea. But when I listened to this on the YouTube uh, channel, the comments were actually quite funny. Uh, so I wrote a few of them down. <laughs> Um, one said the Hurrians were better when they were underground. <laughs> Someone said everyone be bumping to this while pulling up in their chariots. <laughs> Someone else said I remember getting this song on my eye stone. <laughs> Someone else said this is not the oldest song in the world. No, this is just a tribute. Oh, that's a good one. That's clever. <laughs> and one said, do you know why they were able to compose it so early? They were hurrying. that's actually really good i love that what did it sound like when you listened to it it was kind of bluesy actually it was nice yeah it was nice it was it was kind of easy listening i liked it cool amazing i love that fact i never knew about that so I can tell that story now this this week i always try to pick a fact that vaguely is something to do with my story oh you do too yeah you know exploding whales Oregon, mm-hmm. Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. There's usually six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, my sources for today were Wikipedia, BBC News, The Guardian, USA Today, the YouTube channel Dreading, US Magazine. I think they call it Us Magazine, don't oh, they? Oh, yeah, they're The Mirror, and GleeFandom.com. I feel like quite a few of those outlets. Um, a way you don't go to find true facts. That's why people <laughs> listen to us. Okay, we, that. Okay, okay. we deep dive here. <laughs> You're the best. Okay, I'm excited. Go back. So, throughout TV and movie history, there have been certain franchises that are believed to carry a curse mm-hmm. that sees its cast and crew go through life altering bad luck such as Superman, for example. Others are Poltergeist, Rebel Without a Cause, and the Twilight Zone movie. But I've been noticing over the years that a more recent TV show has had some really bad luck. So I Googled it, and it turns out a lot of other people believe this as well. Can I guess it? Sure. Is it different strokes? No, but that is one. Yeah. Yeah, that's one. Okay. Today, we're going to talk about the Glee curse. Oh, okay, the musical situation. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever watch it? No. Neither did I. I was hoping you had. But um, I – and it's odd because I watch – 
a lot of Ryan Murphy produced TV right. shows. I think he's fantastic. But Glee just, I don't know, never jumped out at me. But there's a lot of stuff surrounding this TV show that's uh, pretty weird. Okay. So Glee was a TV series that premiered in 2009 and it ran until 2015 over six seasons. It was a Ryan Murphy, Brad Falchuk uh, series, who you may know as creators of. Do you remember Nip Tuck? Yeah, the one well, about no, plastic surgery. Yeah, I know that's a lie. We've been watching botched, but Nip Tuck is that <laughs> with um, old mate McMahon from what was his name? Julian McMahon. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, they also did American Horror Story, mm. Pose, which I love, and Scream Queens. And Ryan Murphy also did Hollywood, Ratchet. Feud, American Crime Story, um, Halston. Just oh, the new movie. Oh, uh, no, it was a oh. series that came out last year. Right. Um, it was five episodes, and it was on oh. Netflix. Oh, I have to check it out. I highly recommend okay. it. I've oh, watched it twice. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think I've actually got it saved in my oh, yeah? shows to watch. Yeah, okay, you will binge it, it so yeah. fast. Great, it's so good. Great, I'll watch that. So the series Glee centres on a high school choir, also known as a Glee Club, uh, at a place called William McKinley High School in Ohio. Apart from great singing and dancing sequences, it also addressed many issues such as homophobia, teenage suicide, disability, abuse, gender identity and bullying. It was originally written by a guy named Ian Brennan who had trouble getting anyone to pay the script any attention until it came into contact with Ryan Murphy, who was doing Nip Tuck at the time, and he had it picked up really quickly by Fox, like within like a day or two. Right. Um, so it was rewritten by Brennan, Falchuk and Murphy, and Brennan, the original writer, also came on as an executive producer. So it, everything was looking up really quickly. The show formed a huge fan base of viewers called Gleeks and many of its main cast became really well-known stars. But soon things started to happen to the cast members. There were rumours of rifts between the cast, actors not getting along and even accusing others of racism on set. And there were other things too. So let's talk about Corey Monteith. So in 2013, Glee, the Glee fan base was shocked when Corey Monteith, who was 31 at the time, uh, he played the character of Finn Hudson on the TV show. He was found dead in his room at the Fairmont Pacific Rim Hotel in Vancouver. He was scheduled to check out that day following a seven-night stay, but when he did not check out, hotel staff entered his room and discovered his body around midday. The Vancouver Police Department said that the cause of death was not immediately apparent but ruled out foul play. The autopsy on July 15th said that he died from mixed drug toxicity consisting of heroin and alcohol and it was basically an accidental O-day. Right. I also read he had codeine and morphine in his system. Again, this sometimes you get with different articles, you get different information mm-hmm. so i just included included all <laughs> being thorough yeah um he included it all too he included it all yeah <laughs> and he was found with drug paraphernalia that included a spoon with drug residue and there was also a used hypodermic needle as well as two empty bottles of champagne so it looks like he'd been on a bit of a bender um at the time um Constable Brian Montague said there was evidence in the room that was consistent of a drug overdose. So Corey Monteith had been open about his issues with substance abuse from his early teens. He left school at age 16 um, and his issues continued. So his family and friends did an intervention and he went to rehab when he was 19. Just four months before his death in July 2013, he had again sought treatment for addiction which apparently was organised by the show. Uh, According to co-creator Ryan Murphy, Corey went to rehab again because there was an emergency intervention at Paramount, during which Murphy and other members of the Glee cast and crew urged Corey to go to rehab. Corey agreed, and while he was there, he was written out of the final two episodes 
uh, of the fourth season after being told his job would be waiting for him when he got back. And he finished the treatment. So just going back a little bit, he was based in Canada and he'd had some minor TV and film roles on um, Final Destination 3, Deck the Halls, Smallville, Supernatural, Stargate Atlantis and Stargate SG-1 before he went on Glee. Um, So I think one thing that sort of centres around this issue is that there seem to be a lot of people that are cast on this show that come from sort of backgrounds of substance abuse um, or, or other types of abuse as well. So I'm wondering if and or some of these things that happen to the cast members, is it because they've just come from bad backgrounds or is this an actual, quotation marks, curse? Yes. And one thing I find frustrating is no, no one seems to have a good theory about this. It's just bad luck. Right. Um, so just going back to like Corey and his background, just to give you a better idea, um, his parents divorced when he was seven and his older brother lived with, and, and him, he and his older brother lived with their mum and he developed social difficulties at school. He started using marijuana and alcohol and also started skipping school at age 13. And he actually, he had so many troubles that he, he went to 16 different schools. Wow. Um, and it, some of these included alternative programs for like kids with issues. Mm-hmm. By the time he fully dropped out of school at age 16, he started turning to petty crimes, such as stealing money from friends and family to fund his drug and alcohol use. After rehab, he worked as a school bus driver, a mechanic, a roofer and a taxi driver before he got the job on Glee. This is wild that he's gone from that... And then it ends up on this internationally successful show. Yeah, which is about kind of like pretty clean-cut kids. Right? Yeah. Yeah, weird. Um, Monteith said after rehab, I'm lucky on so many counts, I'm lucky to be alive. Um, He actually finally did get his high school diploma during the Glee filming. Wow. So he got edited in 2011 from an alternative school that he went to. Um, he played the character Finn, who was the star quarterback of the high school football team, who joins the Glee Club, even though it's kind of not viewed as being, like, cool. cool. <laughs> in real life, he had been dating fellow Glee performer Leah Michelle, oh, who, yeah. yeah I know her. who actually was one of the actors centred on for ac- accusations of bullying on set. She's actually kind of notorious of all the... the so she's the bully? Um, it appears so. A, a lot of the actors in the show seem to really dislike her. There was two other actresses in particular that one had said that there was a lot of... Uh, that she was... There was a lot of, like, racist microaggression from her. Mm-hmm. And then the, one of the other ones, Naya Rivera, they apparently really didn't like each other at wow. all either. Yeah, there was there was a lot of tension on set from what I can gather but Leah Michelle was really devastated when Corey died she even got a couple of memorial tattoos for him and she's written and performed songs dedicated to him and continues to commemorate his death every year um his body was cremated in Vancouver uh following a private viewing by his immediate family and Leah Michelle um then Michelle and Glee creator Ryan Murphy held a uh, a celebration of life for them in Los Angeles as well. So that's kind of the first big tragedy that happened. There was actually a few people that died, like cast and crew, but there was a couple of them that weren't really mysterious as such. Like they were more. There was an actress that she she unfortunately died of Alzheimer's disease, which was really tragic. Um, what like young. No, she was in her 60s. Oh, okay. Uh, and then there was a producer, I believe, who also died. But I think that was – I can't remember exactly. I think that was Natural Causes right. as well. But the, I'm just focusing on the actors mm-hmm. in this episode. So the next actor I'm going to talk about was Mark Salling. So you 
even though you, like I don't watch the show, you kind of like you hear about kind of which characters are popular, or whatever. Yeah. You may have heard about a um, a popular character called Puck. Right. Um, he was played by an actor called Mark Salling, who was born in Dallas, Texas, and I've he always wanted to go there. To Dallas. Yeah, to Texas. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can see you there. <laughs> he was the youngest of two tri- children to Condi and John Salling Jr. And they lived in a strict Christian home. He was partially homeschooled and he was obsessed with becoming an actor or a musician and becoming famous. He would tell people he didn't need school because he was going to work in Hollywood and that he was... He was um, he was also kind of a bad kid. He didn't want to go to school. He didn't want to – and he, he just played up a lot in class. Um, he performed in bars even when he was underage just so that he could get on stage and he would enter school talent shows as well. He was just – he was obsessed with performance. Right. His parents let him go to auditions for film and TV and he did actually land a role in uh, the movie Children of the Corn 4 – in 1996, which had Naomi Watts in it. Oh, random. <laughs> yeah. He would really play up in class after this, though, because he thought he was, like, this really big deal. And he thought that just because he'd been in one movie, the jobs would just come flying in. Um, but his behaviour at school got so bad, his parents stopped taking him to auditions and instead they sent him to military school. When he got back, though, people said he was reserved and different, leading to claims of abuse happening at the school that he was sent to. He finally did graduate high school, and when he went to Los Angeles... uh, Sorry, and then he went to Los Angeles Music Academy College. Uh, Actually, I don't know if it's called Music Academy College or Los Angeles Academy of Music, one of those. And he began studying guitar... And he gave guitar lessons to make money. Right. Um, he started to go to acting auditions again and he got a small movie role in 2006 in a straight-to-video movie called The Graveyard. Um, he pro- straight-to-video. Yeah. <laughs> Remember The Graveyard? No. 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 <laughs> Mark produced his own music as well during this time. His solo project was called Jericho and he put out an album called Smoke Signals in 2008 under his own label, Jericho Records. Um, Shortly after, when he auditioned for for Glee, he lied about his age and he said he was 19 when he was actually 26. And he auditioned five times for the show and he finally got the job. Uh, He still made music, even after he joined the Glee Glee cast. In 2010, he released a rock jazz album, um, which also appears to be sort of self-produced and distributed as well. On Glee, he played a character called Noah Puckerman, who was known as Puck. And I think from everything that I've read, like Puck seems to be kind of like, um, he's a bit of a player, right? I guess. Um, and some of his songs that he was known on, uh, known for on the show were um, Sweet Caroline, Only the Good Die Young, and Good Vibrations. Um, on June 28, 2013, it was reported that Mark would not return as a re- regular on Glee's fifth season, but it instead would be a recurring guest role on the, se- on the series. I'm guessing this was because of some allegations that had been aimed against him by a woman back in January. She claimed he committed sexual battery by stealthing her. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. So it's when, like, someone is sleeping with somebody else and they put on the condom, but then just before they pull it off. Oh. Yeah. Wow. It's, a, it's like a whole problem. Oh, my God. That is a whole problem. Yeah. Um, wow. I think I think she actually got an STD from him as well. Wow. Yeah. It's like, it's a whole thing. Oh, my God. How random. Yeah. Who has time to think of these things? Well, unfortunately, it's it's like... Wow. I guess the more people know about it, the more people do it. Yeah. 
Anyway, so he denied the charges and filed a countersuit for defamation of character. But it turned out she was correct all along. He was a wanker. And after that, it just got so much worse. According to ABC News, on December 29, 2015, Mark Salling was arrested at his Los Angeles home on suspicion of possessing several thousand photos and videos depicting child abuse. Wild. Following a tip-off to police from one of his ex-girlfriends. He was released later on $20,000 bail, but a search warrant found more than 50,000 images of child abuse downloaded between April and December 2015 on his computer and USB flash drives. On May 27, 2016, he was charged with receiving and possessing child abuse material. So, as a result of the charges, Selling was removed from the cast of a film that he was set to act in called Gods and Secrets. Mm. So, things have been kind of going downhill ever since that chick accused him of sexual battery, then, you know, his sort of, I guess his hours were cut on Glee, then this happens and then no one wants anything to do with him. But by this time, Glee had wrapped up anyway. On September 30, 2017, he pleaded guilty to possession of child abuse material and it was expected to result in selling, serving four to seven years in jail. Uh, He would also have to register as a sex offender and he'd have to enter a treatment program. He was also forbidden to go near parks or schools and any other places where kids might be. The guilty plea was formalised on December December 18, 2017 and Salling's sentencing date was set for a few months later on March 7, 2018. But that's not where the drama ends. So... Just five weeks after his guilty plea was formalised, Mark Selling was reported missing. Six hours later, his body was found uh, in a creek bed a few miles from his home from an apparent suicide by hanging. Interestingly, his comments at an interview years before started to make sense. He had said, I'm nothing like Puck, I'm worse. That's weird. I don't really understand if he died by hanging, why was he in a creek bed? But I, I what don't... What do you mean? Like, so he, he died from hanging, but his body was in the creek bed. Like, someone had chopped yeah. him down and popped him there. Or maybe he had done it from a tree and maybe the tree branch broke. I don't know. But, yeah, like, I saw a photo of it. It was just, like, a really rocky creek bed. So Weird. Yeah. No trees there. There was. It was surrounded by, oh, like, okay. trees. okay. Yeah, it looked pretty, pretty like rural. It sounds like we're better off without him anyway. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're leaving his story there. Yeah. See <laughs> so park, park off. Yeah. So the last one I'm going to talk about was Naya Rivera, and you probably remember this from a couple of years ago. She sounds familiar. Oh, is this the boat? Yes. Oh, with the kid. Mm. Yes. Yeah. This is terrible. It's really bad. It's really, it's probably the saddest story. Yes. So the last Glee cast member that I'm going to talk about is the most recent and maybe the most sad, and it's the death of Noya Rivera at age 33. She played a cheerleader on the show called Santana Lopez. That's a cool name. Yeah. So Naya had worked as a child actress and a model, uh, appearing in TV ads and shows, including Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Baywatch. During her time in Glee, she was actually nominated for a Grammy along with her co-stars um, for their version of Don't Stop Believing. Remember when Don't that was massive? that, yes. <laughs> she also re- uh, released a memoir in 2016 called Sorry Not Sorry. Oh. Uh, so Naya began, uh, she actually began dating uh, rapper Big Sean in April 2013 and they were engaged between uh, October 2013 and April 2014, but unfortunately that ended in a really bad breakup. After Glee, she continued to act in film and TV projects, including Lifetime's Devious Maids, and in 2014 she was in a horror movie called At the Devil's Door. Um, So I feel like, you know, these, like, even though they were really popular in this big show, like, they're still not getting great... Roles. work yeah and they're still like self-producing music yes. and 
they're still getting like you know these horror movie roles yeah. and yeah roles. yeah just three months after splitting from Big Sean, Naya married another actor called Ryan Dorsey, who um, apparently he plays a character or played a character called Blake in Yellowstone. Do you watch Yellowstone? Oh, you like Yellowstone. that show, don't you? Yeah. Yes. You've told me about it before. Oh, that's, yeah. Um, and she and Ryan, they have a son together. Right. So this is... Uh, just before Glee wraps up, like the year before Glee wraps right. up. Uh, however, they had a tumultuous relationship uh, with Ryan actually having Naya arrested for domestic violence on Thanksgiving 2017 after an altercation at his parents' house, which was caught on camera. Apparently they had a disagreement about the son uh-huh. um, and she physically attacked him. Uh, and then shortly after they divorced in 2018, but they were gen- uh, they were granted joint custody of right. their son. On July 8, 2020, so we're coming into COVID times. Yeah. Naya was declared missing after she failed to return from a boating excursion on Lake. P- I think it's it's Lake. It's P I R U. I don't know if it's Peru or Peru. Right. Uh, near her home in California. It's a man-made reservoir uh, in the Los Padres National Forest. Uh, The lake had been closed to the public for much of 2020 because of the pandemic and it had just reopened like two weeks before. Right. Naya was a strong swimmer and she'd been visiting the area for years and it's believed she thought of it as like a sanctuary. Um, And she was also quite used to... um, Boating as well, like you know, renting boats and take them, like taking them out. Foreign to her, like she was no, not at all. Yeah. It was it was quite sort of a normal thing for her right. to do. There was CCTV fo- footage of Naya and her son arriving in the parking lot and leaving the dock on the boat. In tw- in a twenty seventeen interview, um, she actually mentioned uh, an experience on one of these trips, like you know, taking a boat out before when the anchor of her family's boat got stuck and her father injured himself on the propeller trying to free it. So she'd been sort of boating for years and years. Her mother, Yolanda, said that Naya and her four-year-old son were planning a barbecue at the lake, um, but when they got there, they decided to rent the boat. Right. They left the dock dock at about 1pm and they were expected back at 4pm. When they did not return by 4pm, a search began. And that's when about, uh, they said at 5 p- I've I've read a couple of different reports. Some people say a few hours later, and this one says at 5pm her son was found in the boat on the lake and he was asleep and he was wearing a life jacket. He told investigators that he and Naya had jumped off the boat into the lake and they'd swum but his mother quickly told him to get back into the boat. Um, He said that the boat had begun to drift and rock violently while they were in the water because of the wind. Um, Police reports state that the boy recalled that Rivera helped him to climb back into the boat, but she was unable to climb back aboard herself, and then she disappeared under the water. He said that he had also looked for a rope on the boat to throw to her, but that, that didn't work, so... Unfortunately, she was lost. A search conducted by various authorities in Southern California began. Excuse me. Though Naya was formally presumed dead the next day. The search was therefore considered a recovery effort rather than a rescue. The lake was closed to the public with dive teams from across the region taking part in the search. So the sheriff's department explained that the visibility was so poor, it was probable Naya would be found using sonar devices. Mm. Um, as well as dive teams and sonar, sniffer dogs were also taken out to the lake too. So they've got a lot of people looking for her. On July 11th and 12th, so we're coming up to days like three and four, uh, her parents and stepfather and her brother and her ex-husband as well as her close friend and Glee co-star Heather Morris, joined the search team at the lake. Heather had wanted to conduct her own search around the shoreline and was in contact with the sheriff's captain in charge of the the search, 
um, because she already knew him. Um, the sheriff's office dissuaded more civilians from trying to search because of the dangerous terrain. On July 13, so it took like five days, it was announced that a body had been found floating in the lake by divers when the search resumed in the morning at around 9.30am. The body was confirmed to be Rivera's at a press conference held later that day. Um, The sheriff's office stated that it was likely the body had been trapped in vegetation under the water before resurfacing. Now, here's the thing that that got the people going about the Glee curse. The day that her body was found was the seventh anniversary of Corey Monteith's death. So I was thinking while you've been talking, a lot of this stuff is happening around about the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Corey and Noyes was. Um, Mark Salling was like around Christmas time. Right. On July 14, so this happened really quickly, mm-hmm. like oddly quickly, um, the medical examiner released an autopsy report stating that the cause of death was an accidental drowning and there was no evidence of injury or intoxication. The Ventura County Sheriff suggested that Rivera and her son likely found themselves caught in a rip current. These can be common in the area of the lake that they were in, especially during the afternoon, and struggled to get back into the boat, which was found unanchored, and so may have drifted from where they entered the water. He concluded that Naya Rivera likely mustered enough energy to save her son, but not enough to save herself. Noting how um, the, the little boy described being pushed back onto the boat by his mum. Uh, her death was ruled accidental. Um, she was interred at the Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Hollywood Hills, a, cerem- cer- a cemetery known for its many entertainment industry burials, following a private service attended by family and cro- close friends, including the members of the Glee cast. Um, following her death, authorities banned swimming at the lake because by that point, quite a few people had drowned there, actually. But it, it reopened for fishing and boating, but swimming was not allowed. And I guess it's because... This rip current thing. I don't know if this is a good time to tell you this or not, but one of my friends actually died in the Wagga River. He got caught in a rip Right, current. really? Um, yeah, in uh, December 28, 2016. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And he was a big, strong bodybuilder. Really? Yeah, and that took three days. Yeah, and my wife, Fleur, and my wife, his wife, Fleur, who's one of my best friends, um... Same thing, he let go of her because he knew he was getting caught in the current and didn't want wow. to take... Wow. Yeah. It must have been so strong. Yeah, and that's what they said. And also, same thing, it took three days to find him too because apparently the rivers and the lakes, like, they're so murky. Like, mm. it's so, there's just zero visibility. Like, you can't see in front of you. Yeah. yeah. So I can... Yeah, because we were all like, how would that even happen? Like, he's so big and strong. He's such a great swimmer. But like you were just saying now, you know, she's not... A stranger to the water either. Mm -mm. And yet this terrible thing has happened, but she's managed to save her little boy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's lucky that she could because they were both swimming. It's lucky that she was able to get him back on the boat. It's amazing, actually. But I just thought at some point, did I read or hear, like when this was going on, that she had maybe committed suicide? I think at the time there was a lot of kind of speculation about that type of thing. I I don't believe any of that. And I think enough time has passed and there's been enough investigation into it to to disprove that. Right. Okay, good. Mm. Yeah. Um, The show's creators, Ryan Murphy, Ian Brennan and Brad Felchuk, announced that they plan to start a college fund for Naya's son, um, which I thought was really nice of them. And Heather Morris posted photos of their sons together, calling Rivera a consistent and loving friend who was the strongest and most resilient human being she knew. So my question is, is the TV show Glee cursed? And why aren't Ryan Murphy's other shows uh, suffering, the same suffering the same fate as well? Um, I can't really find any articles with any opinions, or, you know, YouTube video, opinion videos or anything like that where – Anyone, anyone can come up with a good reason why this is happening. And that's why I kind of thought, you know, is it something to do with 
the show hiring people that have troubled past. So that's what I was thinking before. I was like, it's like they've just collected, you know. Apart from Naya, I mean, that was was just a terrible accident. Totally, yeah, she came from a very different place to the others. Yeah. Mm. Um, But there was a video that I... I, re- I, I watched and it was from a YouTube channel called Ossa and um, they said something that I really agree with. They said, it's surprising how such a kind show has also brought so much pain. When it started in 2009, it gathered its aspiring actors, losers and almost desperate people. Not only, Glee, not only did Glee make them famous, but it also made them believe any loser deser- deserved kindness, love and happiness. Yet the show broke our hearts again and again as the off-screen tragedies were much worse than the on-screen ones. And I think with that statement, it is kind of suggesting that, you know, the show did sort of take a chance on people that had really troubled pasts. Um, So is that partially some of the reason why these things have happened or is it just bad luck? Like, just say, so then, like, they've just collected these people with trouble past to give them a... So, was it, like, always going to happen and it just unfortunately happened during, like, the filming? Mm. You know, was this always going to happen? Mm. Were they always going to have that fate or did something go wrong? But there's even stuff like, you know, Naya Rivera, like, she, she didn't seem to have a trouble past or anything like that. But then after she was in Glee, she's, got it, she's getting arrested for yeah. a domestic battery. Yeah. You know, things like this, like... It just it just seemed to be just bad luck, um, or maybe it was a really hectic show. Maybe they really you know traumatized them, or maybe it was a really grueling schedule. Or, maybe, yeah, yeah, potentially. And and they didn't have enough, like because they also toured as well. Psychologists on set or around for these people. Maybe the support there was no mental health support. Maybe, you know, they worked them to the ground. Maybe they pushed them over the edge. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Maybe the intense fame. Mm -hmm. Because it was quite a wildly successful show. Yeah. You know, Um, so like intense fame and they just couldn't cope with it and their demons just bubbled up to the surface. Yeah, yeah. You know? There was another actor that was in Glee as well. I can't remember his name. He had a little bit of trouble in real life as well. Um. He was the guy that – did you watch American Crime Story, the the uh, murder of Gianna Versace? No, but I know exactly what you're talking about. The guy that was the lead character in right. that who killed he, Gianna Versace. He was in Glee. He was in Glee and he had some kind of – there was some sort of sex scandal with him as well, um, which I'll look up before – editing this just in case <laughs> but yeah there was there was a, there was quite a few characters yeah oh actors that that were just there was just kind of drama surrounding them so, um yeah. and i did notice that on the glee fandom.com uh on the wikipedia you know the glee wiki page um there was no picture of puck the guy that was do you think i thought this earlier but i'm just gonna say it now mm. Do you think the show killed them off, like literally, like to save face or so they couldn't ever come back and do an interview or, you know, like the creek bed guy, Park, like you just said now. There's no yeah, Mark, Mark Selling. But do you think they just like cleaned up their loose ends, like they didn't want them associated with the show? Well, the show was like finished by that time them. anyway. By the yeah, time, right. by the time the really bad accusations came in involving children, the the show had wrapped up. Right, and it wasn't axed. They just wrapped it up after six seasons. Right. Um. Yeah, I. But before that, I think they definitely saw what was on the horizon. They would have had to. Well, they, they, that, I, th- I think that's why that they said he wasn't going to be a main character anymore. Mm-hmm. He was just going to be a recurring character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I think maybe they knew that there was weird stuff going on in his life. Yeah. Maybe they knew just from being around him that there was stuff that was... Not kosher. Not acceptable. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why they started to distance themselves from him. Was he still on the show when they were talk- when he was talking when the stealthy situation happened? Yeah, right. And that was the catalyst for him to become a guest star. Yes, right. 
Okay. That's right. And then the following year, the show wrapped up anyway. Right. Yeah. Because a lot of things just happened in that 2013 year. That was 2015. Oh, was start of 2015. Right. Mm. And Corey Monteith, when was that? 2013. That was 2013. So Glee had been on for, what, four years at mm. that time. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe it was just that – well, I think with Corey, yeah, maybe it's just that – I mean, he already had, like, that troubled past and things, but I think maybe just that intense fame that mm. – because you hear that so often, do you know what I mean, with people in the film and TV and music. And I think you're absolutely right. The, the, the fame, like, the fan base for them was pretty intense – and I know that they would go on world tours, like the Glee tour yeah. would travel. Mm-hmm. It would probably would have been pretty grueling, mm-hmm. um, not just with jet lag, but constant um, constant people rehearsing, doing the show. They probably would have done massive meet and greets, like for hours and hours on end before and after the show. Yeah, it just would have been constant. Just everybody needing them to be somewhere at some time. And I think for a lot of people, that's either going to be really overwhelming and make them just really tired and not want to do anything, or it's going to go straight to their head and think that they can do anything. That's, yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Have have the creators like Ryan and what's his other name? Falchek? Yeah. Have they ever spoken about the curse or about the tragedies that have They've kind of uh, – Ryan Murphy – I did read about an interview that Ryan Murphy did where he talked about some of the things that were going on in the culture of the cast and crew. He said, look, there were disagreements and there were feuds that nobody knows about, but he didn't uh, elaborate. Right. But as far as, like, a curse, no. I don't think anyone from the show has really addressed whether there's a curse or not. Strange. It's really strange. And, like, even now, like, what are the cast doing now? Like, you don't really – apart from that one guy that was on the Gianni Versace show. Yeah. I can't really say that I've seen a great deal of them do anything else. And I'll tell you something else. Ryan Murphy is known for using a lot of his actors again and again and again. Adam Sandler does. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, he'll he'll use like, like Jessica Lang, right? You know, he's worked with her quite a lot, or um, even like Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what is her name? Who it was the? She played Nurse Ratched. Oh, Sarah. Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. Yeah. And like Finn Wittrock, Evan Peters. Yeah, you, you'll see him pop up. He's been in Pose. He's been in American um, Horror Story. Pose? Pose is fantastic. As in like, it's about the Vogue scene. Oh, it is. Yeah, I was right there. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Okay. It's absolutely amazing. It's on binge, and it's about the Vogue ball scene mm-hmm. in the early eighties mm-hmm. through to the nineties in New York City. Wow. Yeah, if I you've seen the movie um, Paris is Burning. I know what you're talking about, yeah. So, And a lot of the characters are based on a lot of the characters that are in Paris is Burning. Right. It's fantastic. Amazing. Highly, 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 highly recommend it. Okay. Um, yeah, so I don't know if it's cursed. It just It is really odd that one show could have such tragedy yeah. from it. Yeah. And it's that. really weird. Yeah. Anyway. Not so very gleeful at all. Not very gleeful. No. <laughs> So, yeah, I've been wanting to sort of talk about this one for a while and I'd been kind of calling it the Glee Curse in my head for a while and then when I Googled it, I sort of noticed that there was a bunch of other people that were all like, you know, what's up with this Glee Curse? Right. So I just wanted to bring it up. Yeah, I love that because I didn't know about that and now I'll be able to talk to about it with my clients all week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming in. It's a bit of a short episode me. today because uh, uh, a lot of the episodes that we've done this season have been like epically long <laughs> and they've taken me ages to edit. <laughs> the Bigfoot one, I think I was halfway through and I'm like, I don't think they're talking about Bigfoot now. Like this is like, I think because the whale went on for so long, you know. <laughs> Sometimes my facts from the freezer are sort of stories from the freezer. Oh, but I love that. I actually went and, <laughs> actually went and looked it up and watched the whole thing and did you see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw the the TV. Yes. Um, 
The news yeah. reporter. Yeah. It was hilarious. Do you know what, though? Now I'm going to Google TV shows with curses. Mm-hmm. And see There's a lot of them. Find. Yeah. But yeah, Different Strokes was another one yeah. as well. Yeah. Poltergeist, that series, had just so many problems. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's about a poltergeist. I feel like they brought that one on themselves. Like the the El- Have you seen the movie Polter- Poltergeist? As if, babe. I can't even watch Unsolved Mysteries. I get so scared. <sighs> Here I am on the creepy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, I can't watch those. Oh, wait. So after going down the serial killer Rabbit slide hole. the other day. Yeah. So later slide. that night. Yay. The yeah. serial killer slide. Later that night, Matt was sharpening our kitchen knives, right? And he's got this whole thing. Of course he was. Yeah, right. So anyway, I go into the kitchen because I was making Melody dinner at the same time and, and just for a second I was right next to him and he had a knife obviously in his hand and he's just talking to me and he must have sensed that I was starting to like panic because I thought, oh my God, I could die on the kitchen floor like right now, like this could happen, like I'm staring death in the face. What, because your boyfriend is sharpening knives? Yeah. And Wait. so he looks at me and he goes, I'm not going to stab you, babe. Because I can feel your breathing. <laughs> I feel like you need to move somewhere that's like less rural because your house, like, every time I go to your house, I'm kind of like, I bet it's really dark here at night. It's so dark. Here because at it's night. very country out there. It's very country out there. you, like, hiding under your bed, like, what was that? Was it a possum? So or was it Bigfoot? So many noises, yeah. Yeah, and there are a lot of possums. There have been times. I'm glad you've got a dog. Have you met my dog? She's a staffy. I was just trying to make you feel better. That's what she does. She'd make friends with the attacker. Oh, yeah, new person. Come meet my family. They're all here in this room. They're in the wardrobe. wardrobe. Open the wardrobe so you can meet them. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah, so I must admit, whilst doing research for today, that I have had a few strange things during the week happen. But um, I'm safe and I'm here. So thanks so much for having me. No, thank you for listening to my long story. That was great. That was great. I loved it. I loved it. All right. Do you remember the ending? I do. Stay creepy, but don't be a creep. Be creepy. Oh. Start again? Edit it. No, I'm, I think I'm going to leave that in. That's way better. I've been practicing it all fucking week. But it doesn't make sense. Yeah, because you're creepy, but you're not a creep. But the B and the B have to be parallel. What did I say? Stay creepy. It's be creepy. So be creepy. Don't but don't be, be a creep. creep. Woo! Yay! Down the slide. Woo! <laughs> Just gonna find a tissue real quick. Okay. Does anyone have a tissue? No. I got the sniffles. Not like a clean one. You're cool. gonna edit all this bit out, yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't have COVID. I just get sniffles in the morning. It's my thing.